want to thank you guys uh, for listening in, for tuning into the show and uh, giving it a listen because it really does mean a lot to me. So I just want to thank you again. And uh, before I started off today, before we kick things off, I want to take a little moment and tell you guys a little bit about me, about my background and really how this podcast uh, came to be. Uh, about three years ago, I was still living in Canada. I live in Thailand now, just so you guys know. And then I was still living in Canada. And like many of you guys listening, I was working a job that I'm not going to say I hated it, but I definitely didn't like it. Like it didn't fulfill me or didn't definitely didn't get me excited to get up every morning, go do it. Uh, there wasn't much passion there, but there was a really good paycheck. And if you're driving to your job right now, listening to this, uh, you can most likely probably relate to what I'm saying. Like you just get up in the morning. It was like, all right. And once you're there, you're all right. But you know, it really didn't. Fulfill me, I guess would be the proper word. Um, but I did like the people. I liked my boss. He was a good guy. My salary was great. Um, the type of job that when you're in North America, everybody strives to get a good paycheck, benefits. Uh, but really, those eight hours a day were just spent pretty bored, and I just kind of did it for the paycheck, for the mortgage, and then uh, you know pay my bills. And I would get four weeks off every year for holidays, which... You know, it was pretty good because most people only get two or a little bit less than that. So financially, I had no complaints about it. It was just I was not motivated to go there. But I like the people. And I worked at this place for about five years until I ended up getting a new boss or manager. And if you've been in that situation where you kind of get along with the people and then the management changes, uh, new people come in, company gets bought out, uh, restructured or whatever, and... Uh, him and I didn't really jive. Well, he was a cock. He was a complete cock is why we didn't jive. And, had, and I guess it was a good thing for me because after a few, work, few weeks of like working with him, I just decided, like, I can't do this anymore. I just cannot stay here. And I just hated my life. Every time I'd go in, I just, uh, you know, you, you feel the weight on your shoulders. So I just decided I walked in one day and I was like, that's it, man. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm done. I'm gone. So I got back home that night. It was kind of funny because uh, most of my friends thought I was insane or crazy because they all had, uh, I'm not going to say worse jobs, but definitely less paying jobs that didn't have RSPs and stock option and pension plans. And everybody was kind of striving for a job kind of like I had, even though I didn't like mine. And it wasn't the case of you always want what you don't have. I just, just didn't really like it, man. I, like I sold plastics for a living. Like it, How boring does that sound? So... Yeah, there was no motivation. So this new guy coming in really motivated me to, you know, quit my job and and just maybe do something I was a little bit more passionate about versus, well, in this case, selling plastics. And while I was employed, I'd started going to school, again, for holistic health. Uh, I've always been really healthy. I've always been into sports and passionate about fitness. So at the time, uh, I came more from my bodybuilding, uh, fitness competitors type of training, you know, personal training. And I wanted to learn more about healing the body with food. Uh, getting rid of disease and gut disease and diabetes and you know, all that stuff. So I've always tried to keep and you know, educate myself more about health and health sciences. And coming more from a sports-specific background, this was really something I really wanted to get into and I enjoyed more. And I did have clients on the side while I was working. So when I decided to quit, uh, I just kind of fell back on my clients. And I decided to take it one step further. And I just decided, screw this. If I can, I was doing it most online. I was doing, well, pretty much all of my clients I was doing online via Skype. So I decided to take one step further and 
sell all my shit. And since I was working online, I just figured, well, I can do this from anywhere. I could just travel, take my laptop with me, and I can still have my clients. And, you know, I just have to worry about the time zones and whatnot. So I figured at that point, I'm not only going to, you know, work for myself and do something I'm going to be passionate about. I'm going to do this from where the fuck I want to do it from. So if I want to be at the beach one day or at a cafe, I'll be there. And that's where I'm going to work from. That'll be my office, you know, that day. So somewhere along the line, I did... Like, I did a lot of traveling. I traveled for about two years, and I ended up here where I live now in Chiang Mai, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Thailand's a beautiful country. The people here are, are really nice, and uh, I really, I totally fell in love with the place. It's, you know, full of entrepreneurial people. So I decided to make this my home. Uh, I love the food, uh, the weather. I mean, I get in all my vitamin D, and the place is absolutely beautiful. Like. Eat, if you've never been to Thailand or even this part of Thailand, you should definitely make a trip, check it out. And now I get to wake up every day next to, you know, the most amazing woman I've ever met in my life in a beautiful part of the world, have a great home, eating fresh foods all day long, you know, wake up, have a green smoothie, you can exercise when you want, I get to work when I want. And I have no complaints about my life. I'm stress-free and I'm absolutely doing what I love. So that's pretty much the point of the podcast is... Yes, I do want to eventually probably make money off it and monetize it and, you know, get more of a presence online, get an income. But I do want to do it to give back and share knowledge and try to share as much as I can and get guests on here that can, you know, share as much as they can and offer, you know, just to give back, to give a service back, uh, whether it's weight loss or being healthier or just a goal of well-being, maybe motivate you guys to, even if it's quit your job and do something that you love, great. If I get to help one person with this, I'll be totally happy. So, now that you know a little bit more about me, let's kick this off. Why are people overweight and why are people sick? Now, first off, I'm going to tell you that if you're an obese person, um, obesity has been proven. It's been proven. Uh, it's a disease. It's not because you're a slob. It's not because you're lazy and you just sit there eating potato chips and Coca-Cola all day. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you're not counting calories well enough or that you're not exercising enough. Because if you are really obese, you cannot exercise that off. It can't be done. Uh, well, not without the proper dietary changes. So the main reason people are obese, people are sick, is the quality of the food we're eating. The reason we're fat and the reason we're not feeling good is because we eat like shit. And uh, we eat food that are really low-end carbohydrates, which means like uh, a lot of starches, a lot of sugars. Everything we eat has sugar, you know, chocolate bars and pops and pastries and stuff in a can and uh, stuff out of a box and cereal. All this stuff, you could eliminate all this, okay? And I'm not, I'm not saying when I say like starches, I'm not saying all starches are bad. But if you're an obese person and you're trying to watch your blood sugar or you want to lose weight, they are not the optimal carbohydrate to be eaten. What you should be focusing on is eating non-starchy green vegetables and low-sugar fruits and good quality proteins. For example, you know when you see animals in the wild? Everybody's seen a, a wild animal. And uh, have you ever seen a fat one? Yeah, probably not, right? So why is that? Because they're eating the foods that nature intends them to eat. And they eat till they're full and they're good to go. You know, you know, they eat vegetables, they hunt, they eat meat. Uh, take cows, for example, on a farm. A cow that eats its natural diet of grass, you see them roaming the pasture eating grass all day. That's all they do, eat grass all day. 
they'll never get fat. But you take the fat cows, why are those cows fat? Because we're feeding them grain. We're kind of feeding them what we eat. Low-quality, non-nutrient-dense foods. You fatten a cow the same way you fatten humans. You feed them sugar and shitty grains. The standard American diet is the problem. Low-quality foods, non-nutrient-dense foods, lots of shit, lots of wheat, lots of sugar, lots of soy byproduct. So how do you fix the problem? You got to start with focusing on your eating. And it's not about eating less or counting calories better. It's about the quality of your food. You got to focus your attention on how much good food you're eating. Not, not the qualities of food, just eat good food. And for the most part, the rest will take care of itself. So what I'm going to tell you today is very, very simple. Uh, it's episode one, so we're going to keep it basic. And I'm just going to tell you, without going into the science, what you should be eating and what you shouldn't be eating. So the key to optimal health, first off, is you have to, if, you're, if you're an obese person, right? I'm not talking about fit, athletic people. If you're trying to lose weight and if you have the regular 8 to 5 lifestyle where you don't exercise much, uh, you probably your main exercise comes from walking the dog, you must turn your body into a fat-burning body versus a sugar-burning body, sugar because what do you have stored around your waist? Fat, right? So you got to first start by ditching some food. Uh, and I can cure most of your problems with these two, these two things right here. Ditch refined grain and processed sugar. Ditch those two, like the white flour, uh, all the breads and the packages and the pastries and stuff like that. And sugar. Anything with sugar in it. Juice, Coke, chocolate, whatever you're eating that has sugar in it. And by that, I don't mean like, like fruits. I mean products with sugar in them. Do those two things, and for the most part, you'll be <laughs> 50% of your problems will probably solve right there. Uh, and processed sugar, I mean, that can go by a lot of stuff. So when you look at the back of a can, you see like maltodextrose and uh, syrups and corn syrups. Those are all sugar. So anything with those, and ditch them. Okay, so we're going to try to keep it as simple as possible here uh, just for this episode. We'll go into the science of it next time. So, again, if you're a really lean and active person, you should still listen to this. It might not apply to you as much, but definitely if you are a non-healthy person, uh, this is what you're going to want to do. And you're going to want to do this about 80 to 90% of the time. Uh, I don't want to sound all gloom and doom here and, and you know, take everything that's fun out of your life away from you. But if you want to get the better body and to get the health that you want and, and never have to be sick again, this is what you're going to want to do. But, you know, I'm not saying you can't have your beer here and there. Just, you know, 80 to 90% of the time, stick with this. And if every now and then you have to have a glass of wine or something, then just have it. Uh, I find the problem with really strict diets and people that are, like, militant about this is how you have to do it. Well, what happens, and what used to happen with my clients, is that they would, they would kind of cheat, right? They would have a, I don't know, they'd have a chocolate bar, they'd have a Kit Kat, and then they'd think, like, oh, fuck. Oh, there goes my diet for the day, and I'm just going to binge all day. That's not the case. If that happens, just you know, acknowledge that that happens and move on. You know, don't, don't let it control your life, but at the same time, like, don't dwell. If you do have the Kit Kat, you shouldn't, but if you do, don't let that screw your, you know, the rest of your day's eating. Still eat good the rest of the day, and if you know, your body will... If you're eating normally like four or five of those a day, and then you happen to eat like one or two a week, it's a big change. So don't go crazy, you know, like... Try it as much as you can, and, and if you do miss a step here and there, 
it's only going to get better. So just, you know, stay with it. So the first thing you're going to have to eat is a shitload of non-starchy vegetables with every meal. Whatever size of your of plate that you have, half of that plate you're using, fill it with non-starchy vegetables. Uh, preferably green ones. <laughs> green ones. Green ones. Uh, non-starchy vegetables are the best bang for your buck, for your body, for your waistline, for your health. Uh, and these are vegetables, when I say non-starchy vegetables, these are vegetables that you could eat raw. So not like potatoes, but, you know, uh, kale and spinach. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Anything green is uh, what you want to stick to, like broccolis. And you don't have to eat them raw. You can feel free to steam them a little bit or uh, fry them up in some coconut oil, maybe a little bit of butter. No, don't drench them in butter. But if you want to fry them up a little bit, because if you're not into green raw vegetables, and I'm not either. I tend to blend my raw vegetables. I don't care for them raw on my plate. I'd rather have them uh, steamed or fried up a little bit. Feel free to do that. Just make sure that half of your plate is covered with non-starchy vegetables. And if you're still hungry after your meal, this is where you want to eat. This is what you want to eat more of, you know, because they're full of vitamins and minerals and fiber and water. This is the best bang for your buck. This is what you want. Okay? So fry them up in some uh, macadamia oil or avocado oil or coconut oil if you want. And uh, make sure you eat a lot of these. And that's what we got to do. You got to remember to focus on quality versus quantity here. And uh, a good example of like the, the carbohydrates versus like say non-starchy vegetables versus starchy vegetables is imagine you have a train like with the first car to train. What's the first car called? Like the engine of the train, right? And you have that one going down the tracks. That's your starches. That's your potato. That's your white rice. That's your, your pasta. And then you have another train with the first cart, but then you have 50 carts attached to it. Those are your non-starchy vegetables. All those extra carts are your vitamins, your minerals, your fibers, uh, your enzymes, all the stuff that your body needs. And the best part about the non-starchy vegetables is they do not, they do not spike your blood sugar, which is what you want. So do starches have a good place in your diet? Yes. We'll get to that next time. But if you're focusing right now on getting lean and getting healthy, just try to ditch the starches as much as possible. You know, eat green, stay lean, and you know, eat stuff here: kale, lettuce, chard, you know, asparagus, avocado, uh, bean sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, all those things. You know, like Google non-starchy vegetables; it'll tell you. The next thing you want to do, so imagine your plate again, right? Is you're going to want to have a good protein source. So imagine the plate has four quadrants, and now half your plate is. Starchy vegetables, non-starchy vegetables. So we got two of the quadrants filled with non-starchy vegetables. The third quadrant of your plate, what you're, wa- what you're gonna wanna have with your vegetables is a nice, lean source of protein. And what you wanna have for your proteins are like white fish, uh, grass-fed beef, steak, stay away from hamburger meat. Uh, I know a lot of the, pe- <laughs> the paleo community are, are big into the, the bacon. Uh, I don't think bacon's a good source of protein. I don't particularly like saturated fats that much myself. So I would say stick with chickens. Um, you know, if you're a vegetarian, you, know, you can take a vegetarian source of protein. It goes the same way. But just make sure that it's a nice, lean, you know, cold water fish. Uh, eggs can be good, but eggs are really fatty, fatty. I wouldn't call them a lean protein. They are a very good source of protein, and I like eggs. They're a good, you know, they're a good source of protein, but shrimp... And, you know, even, 
even if you like cottage cheese, if you're tolerant to dairy, you can have that. But just make sure it's a nice, lean source of dairy to go with all your fibrous vegetables. And protein has the highest you know, rate of satiety, which means it makes you, makes you fearful, fearful versus, versus fats and carbohydrates. So, so that's, that's why a lot of diets higher on the protein end tend to do very well, uh, not only because you feel full, but also because protein, uh, protein burns more calories. If you, if you have, um, how can I say this? If you had two people eating the same amount of calories, so say uh, 3,000 calories each, all eating from you know, healthy foods, the person on the higher end of the side of the protein will burn more calories than the person that's not, assuming they're doing the same. That doesn't mean you should just eat meat. If you're going to eat a lot of protein, you have to have a lot of green vegetables to go with it because you do need the fiber in the water. It's just a nice little example. So lean protein, guys, white fish, chicken, salmon. Uh, yes, salmon is higher in fats, but it's omega-3 fats, you know, polyunsaturated fats, so very low on the saturated fat end. Um, I'm not as big of a proponent of saturated fats as some people are, and uh, grass-fed beef is really good if you're going to eat beef. And I say grass-fed beef, and when I talk about salmon, you'll hear me talk about, like, wild-caught salmon, and we'll go into the difference of those wild-caught versus farm-raised and grass-fed versus non-grass-fed beef in another episode, but... If it's going to be the difference between you uh, not eating well because you can't afford grass-fed beef or wild-caught salmon, you have to eat the other one. If you're just going to have a shitty option of food instead of that, take the farm-raised salmon or eat the non-grass-fed beef. Uh, I know it can be expensive, so depending on what kind of budget you're on, uh, by all means, if you can't afford... It's like with organic foods, right? If you can't afford organic vegetables, because I know they can be very expensive, and you can probably go broke by just shopping organic at Whole Foods in the U.S. and Canada. But if you can't afford it, opt for the non-organic side of the vegetables. You still want to eat good food. Even if it's not like the optimal good food, eating that stuff is still way better than any box product that you're going to get. So, you know, shrimp, again, lean steak, tilapia, cod, you know, catfish, uh, lean pork chops. Again, eggs are good, just they're very un they're high on the fat side. So just be weary if you know. Don't go down and chow down like five eggs. You know, stick to one or two. Uh, now let's go back to your plate. We have your protein covered, and we have your non-starchy vegetables. The next quadrant you're gonna want to take that quadrant and kind of split it in two, and then you can have a nice little mixture of stuff. Um, if you handle starches very well, a little bit of sweet potato is okay. If you're not, you know, if you don't have a lot of weight to lose, uh, Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, get some good fats in there, and also some low sugar fruits, avocados, uh, berries, strawberries, and berries and strawberries are very, very good. The same thing we talked to bang for your buck with the vegetables. Uh, they're cancer fighting and they have a lot of nutrients in them, and they're very, very low calorie. So you can focus on more on, you know, having a little bit of sweet potato if you want, and then your meats and your non-starchy vegetables, and get a lot of, some of your calories from nuts and chia seeds, which are very high in omega-3 fatty acids. They're super healthy. They are a superfood. So get most of your calories from that. So that pretty much covers your whole plate. So half your plate, non-starchy green vegetables. You know, one quarter of your plate would be your protein sources, and then the other half could be like some berries, maybe macadamia nuts, some avocado if you want. And, and like I said, guys, this is a guideline. If you're very active, 
Uh, there's other stuff you can do. We'll cover all that. But if you have gut disease or diabetes or if you're very overweight, you want to get most of your calories from plants. Actually, we should all get most of our calories from plants. So two or three times a week, if you want to refuel on the carbohydrates, have some sweet potatoes, maybe some brown rice, go ahead. But for the most part, if you do want to lose weight, this is how you want to eat. And again, in the next few shows, we'll cover exactly why that is. But if you're listening to this now, just start off by focusing on your plate and what you're putting on it. And don't worry about the calories. Just worry about good food, nutrient-dense foods, full of vitamins, full of minerals, stuff that's going to heal your body and also make you lean. And just focus on cleaning up the diet. And don't worry about just anything else. We'll cover that. So here's a few things you need to do. You need to have 10 servings of non-starchy vegetables a day. Everybody should have that if you want to be super healthy, right? So... A serving is kind of like if you had two hands full of lettuce, raw lettuce, that would be a serving. So that might seem like a lot, and uh, it seems like a lot to me, and I eat this way all the time. So what I do is I blend. Like my first meal of the day is never a meal. Like I'm not really that hungry in the morning, so I tend to have a smoothie. So I use uh, frozen strawberries to make cold because I like cold drinks, or frozen blueberries, and then I shove my you know spinach or lettuce or kale in there. And I'll use a high-end scoop of protein powder, which you can feel free to use. You don't want your whole diet to be based on protein powder, but in the morning, you know, if you want a scoop, uh, some Greek yogurt, and there you go. I press blend, and I'm good to go. I got my fast from the high-fat Greek yogurt. Make sure you buy the Greek yogurt and or yogurt that is very, very low in sugar. It can be higher on the fat side. You just want it very low on sugar because, again, we want your body to burn fat for energy and not sugar. And we will cover exactly how that works and why that works that way. But for now, just focus on, you know, the overall good health and eating the good food. And when you go shopping, here's a trick. And you've, you must have heard this before. Just shop the perimeter of the store. So when you go in, you know, they have all the fruits and vegetables, hopefully, at the front. So help yourself to that. Go around the back. Get your meats. And do not go down the aisles. Don't go down the aisle. Stay away from that stuff. Anything in a box, anything dry, try to stay away from it as much as possible. There is nothing good that comes out of that. There's a nutrient label on the side of it. Don't buy it. It's shit. So just stick to like leafy greens, some tomatoes, you know, onions if you want, uh, low sugar fruits, preferably berries and apples. You can download the glycemic index on fruit. You can see the ones that are lower in sugar. And stick to those if you're trying to lose weight because they will not spike your blood sugar as much. Ditch all the juices. Everything that's not water or tea. You can have coffee if you want, uh, preferably black or with some heavy cream. Everything else, ditch it. Uh, I'm not going to say that juices are necessarily bad for you, but most juices have 30 to 40 grams of sugar per serving, which is a lot of sugar. Like a, It's more than a can of Coke has. <laughs> I don't want to say that... I don't want to sound like I'm saying that the can of Coke is the healthier version. It's not, but you get what I'm saying, right? It will spike your blood sugar, and you're better off having a couple of oranges versus having uh, the one serving a juice that's full of sugar and it's probably been like sitting on the shelf for a while. You might as well have the fresh fruit. Or if you want juice, you know, blend your fruit. Make a smoothie. Have some superfoods as well. Chia seeds, if you can afford them. I know they're expensive, but if you can afford them, sprinkle them on your salad. Same with nuts. Try Get used to having large salads. Focus on 
if you can have raw food, like if you can do it, like if you don't mind eating raw green vegetables, make a large salad. That volume will fill you up. It's full of water and fiber, which is what you want to concentrate on. You know, high protein foods, high water foods, high fiber foods. They will heal your body. They'll make you feel full. They'll make you feel better. And yes, you will have to get used to eating this way. But once you do, and your body just loves all this good natural food that you are meant to eat, that's the way we're supposed to be eaten. Your body will thank you, you'll feel better, and you will just be happier. And again, 80 to 90% of the time, if you can do this, you are on your way to a better life. And that's it for this episode. If you've listened to this, please just focus on, on trying this out. And in the next episode, which will be tomorrow, we will focus on protein, fats, carbs, exactly what they are, which ones you should be eating and why. In the next episode, we will be focusing on protein, fats, and carbs, which ones you should be on and what's the best bang for your buck. So... Hopefully you liked the show. If you did, please leave, leave me a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. And if you have anything you want me to cover, hit me up on Twitter at Holistic Caveman. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow for episode two. It's been a blast. Talk to you next time.